Welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show, brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Hello and welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show. I'm Jim Galanti, along with Andrew P. Shea. Ross Tucker, he'll be along for quarter number two and quarter number three, so he'll be here in a little bit. Let's start with Andy. How are you doing today, sir? You ready to talk some Penn State football? I am ready to talk Penn State football. How are you doing, sir? Uh, We've been chatting lately. Missed you last week. Uh, Sorry, listeners out there that we weren't around last week, but we are glad to have Jimmy back, and we are glad to be back this week. So I hope you're doing okay, sir. I am doing well. I am anxious to talk more Penn State football. You know, Andy, last week, I think that is the first week we have been off of the Keystone kickoff show since we began the show like six or seven years ago. So that's a pretty good track record, isn't it? Yeah, we do say we talk Penn State football, you know, 365 days and 52 weeks a year, and we literally do that year after year. So we stick by what we say we do, and that there was a good reason, a very valid reason for us to miss last week, but we're glad to be back. And we do have some very interesting off seasons, always interesting. Uh, every off season is different. This one's no different than the others, uh, but I think we have a, a lot of interesting stuff on our plate to talk about. Uh, for this week, that is sort of off-season related, and some of it's new because we're going to talk about the transfer portal in quarter four. Well, let's let's get to the news. Uh, you alluded to some of the things. Uh, let's hit on one note, uh, one player note. Uh, the transfer portal is a reality in college football right now. Every team loses some players. I think Penn State's been fairly fortunate. Uh, haven't been a lot of major losses. Uh, you might argue Will Levis going will, will hurt them, but uh, most of the others haven't been major. But another player made an announcement where he's going to end up, Cole Brevard, who had entered the transfer portal. And it's a little bit interesting because he announced uh, his landing spot is going to be Purdue. What makes that a little more fascinating, obviously, Purdue, a Big Ten opponent. Not only that, but the first opponent for Penn State this year. Game one, they could be lining up against a former teammate in Cole Brevard, Andy. Yeah, I I don't think it's likely that he's playing for Purdue in week one after just choosing them and entering the transfer portal you know, after spring practice. I mean, he's a third-year defensive tackle. He he played one game in two years. And more importantly from his perspective, he didn't move on the depth chart. Like, he didn't make many steps forward in terms of the depth chart, excuse me, in those two years. He was a three-slash-four-star kid in the 2020 class. He's 6'3", 315. He's an inside guy, but... He saw the handwriting on the ball on the wall after spring practice this year, and he entered the transfer portal. Purdue, they do have options at defensive tackle. I think there's more options and availability for him at, at defensive tackle than there is actually at Penn State. So better opportunity. 
He's originally from Indiana, so he's from the Midwest, gets a little closer to home. It all makes sense, but he wasn't going anywhere at Penn State. Part of that is him. A large part of that, I would say, is him. But also part of that is, you know, Penn State has, some guys have emerged, and the defensive tackle tackle position has been solid in a year-over-year basis for Penn State. I think the only point that makes it interesting is that it is going to a future opponent. Uh, so we'll get to cool. perhaps see him game one at Purdue. Uh, some other fascinating stuff came up this week, Andy, and that is, and I enjoy talking to you about this, and that is several games, point spreads have come out. And this is the way too early point spreads. It's it's fascinating, especially when you get to those games that are late in the season and they already have point spreads out. But I'd like to get uh, some of your quick takes on these. Let's start with that first game at Purdue. Um, I think it's a bit of a trap game for Penn State. You might think, well, Penn State versus Purdue. Penn State should be in good shape. But Purdue slayed a couple Giants last year. They're going to be at home. They're going to have a lot of time to prep for this game. But Penn State's a three-point favorite. So I think this is a uh, the the three point favorite. At first, I was like, "Well, you look at two thousand. You can't look at two thousand twenty one, but you have to take some of that into account." Purdue lost arguably arguably its two best players to the NFL. They had a, a decent crop of players go to the NFL, including their two best players. So that is a factor. I think the quarterback position. You know, sorry to say this, Penn State fans, but Sean Clifford is going to be a factor in some of these. And I think more than anything, an early point spread on this game has to simply do with the quarterback. Because while Purdue lost, you know, arguably two of its best players, Penn State lost some really good players too. So that kind of might equal out a little bit. But I think this line for early and it being the first game of the year, smart on Vegas to bet on the quarterback. Right, you just you just know that a healthy Sean Clifford, what you saw in the first five games last year, he's not a bad FBS Big Ten quarterback. All right, let's see if we can get through these. Uh, are you at all sure. surprised that Penn State is still listed as a favorite, albeit a small one, a one-point favorite at Auburn? Yeah, well, I think that's a a hedge and maybe a wee bit of more of the Sean Clifford factor. But remember, Auburn kind of fell off a cliff too last year to a degree, right? Penn State definitely fell off a cliff. Auburn struggled and and had a you know very difficult um, end of their 2021 season. So you know I think that not you know both teams are sort of in similar situations. That's a, a, the biggest toss up game. In, in my opinion, and I think the quarterback's gonna the quarterback plays a role in that one as well. But I think it's like, well, both teams are kind of like, oh, I don't know what's gonna happen. So that one makes a lot of sense to me. It really does. Remember a year ago, Sean Clifford, twenty eight for thirty two for two hundred eighty yards against Auburn at home. Uh, at Michigan, six and a half point underdog. Yeah, that's that one. I. Th- you, you think that should be higher, right? Doesn't it feel like that should be higher, Jimmy? I think that feels to me like it should be higher, Penn State on the road. But Michigan was a one-year wonder, right? The three years prior to 2021, Michigan was an overall Big Ten 
big stage, FBS, they were a disappointment. Jim Harbaugh, it was a little warm in his kitchen. So the one-year wonder with some of the players that they lost, they lost both their edge rushers. That was a, they, they lost their linebacker. They, they lost their safety. They lost as much on the defensive side of the ball as Penn State did, and their offense wasn't swifty-wifty. There was nothing, you know, that scared you about Michigan's offense. So they were a bit of a one-year wonder, got exposed in the college football playoffs for what they were a little bit. But my opinion is this probably should maybe be a little higher, but it also feels like, hmm, with everything being equal, this could be a game that Penn State might be able to win. I, I, I swear to gosh. Okay, how about a nine-point favorite at home with Minnesota? Minnesota's going to struggle. There's just no doubt about it. They, they've, they lost a ton of players. They haven't recruited well. They haven't recruited poorly, but they haven't recruited well. There's That's a fine line, I know. But in the last two years, they've sort of been in sort of that bottom 30 to 40% in terms of their recruiting in some respects. And they've lost a lot of their really good players. I don't think this is enough points. I think Penn State could, could possibly roll Minnesota because I think this is going to be a, a really tough year for the Gophers. At Ohio State, a 13-point underdog. Well, it's it's at Beaver Stadium, so that's a... No, no. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're correct. I'm sorry. My bad. Yeah, it's at Beaver Stadium. So basically, Vegas is saying this is a three-score game. In, 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 in essence, they're saying three-score game. Ohio State is a three-score favorite in this game, and I don't know. I, you got till October 29th. Early, it makes sense. It's it's it should be three scores going into the preseason. It should be see how it plays out in you know September and early October. But three scores makes perfect sense to me right now. And definitely in the way too early. Final game of the year is yeah, right. home against Michigan State. Uh, Penn State is six and a half point favorite. They 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 can't they can't beat Michigan State. They can't. That has to be a factor. They can't beat Michigan State. They struggle with that team. That's their sort of under James Franklin, they're sort of the nemesis team. They're their team that sort of, you know, kicks them in the gut and gives them a solar plex punch that 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 hurts on many fronts, right? The, the Michigan State has torpedoed a couple Penn State seasons. They struggle to beat that team no matter who the coach is. I always think that any line above three, whether it's for Michigan State, because of the struggles Penn State has, is way too many points to give away. My overall take on these spreads, Andy, is it feels like Penn State has been given the benefit of the doubt more often than not in these spreads. Now, one other number that came out, uh, an over-under win total for the regular season they place Penn State at eight and a half. In other words, Penn State wins nine games. You win the over. Uh, only win eight, you'd lose it. My real quick analysis of this, Andy, is I found seven games they should win. I'm going to say Michigan and Ohio State, they should lose. That leaves three games at Purdue, at Auburn, and home to Michigan State. 
for them to cover that eight and a half wins, they have to win two out of three. Purdue, Auburn, Michigan State. What do you say? Uh, I say I say not eight and four seems like a high water. That seems like a high water mark. Nine and three doesn't seem realistic to me. It really doesn't. I mean, I know they started five and zero oh last year, but look how they finished. They're eleven and eleven the last two years. I mean, they brought in a top ten recruiting class. I get that, but that's not a factor. Is this the is this the healthy Sean Clifford over a twelve game schedule that they're counting on? I mean, they have pieces, right? All I want to say is they have pieces. And that's what this is all about. Hopefully they have enough of those pieces, Andy. Okay, that is it for quarter number one. Stick around. Quarter number two, Ross is back. And we are going to get back to Ross's scouting reports on the Class of 22. Stay tuned for that. This is Jen from Collegiate Athletic Travel. We've been offering travel to the biggest Penn State games for over 50 years. This fall, we continue that tradition in partnership with Keystone Sports Network with a trip to the Penn State Auburn game. Join us for charter flight, staying at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, and even a great tailgate party at the stadium are included. For more information, go to athletictravel.com or call 1-800-788-4414. See you there. What defines the special spirit of Penn State? Why Penn State by author Greg Woodman looks to Happy Valley in the 1980s for answers. Featuring rare photos, original essays, and exclusive interviews with Coach Paterno, this beautiful 256-page full-color hardback edition explores the why behind We Are. It's chicken soup for the Nittany Lion's soul and makes the perfect gift for any Penn Stater in your life, including you. Order today at whypennstate.com. <laughs> 